Light Breakfast with Asha and Nan. Brought to you by Maybank. And this morning we're on Young Change Makers. We have with the CEO and co-founder of Peacher Eats, Kim Lim. Kim, can you give us sort of an idea of what Peacher Eats is doing and how it's very different from other food businesses or platforms? Well, basically, Peacher Eats partners with refugees that are staying in Malaysia. So refugees from Myanmar or Afghanistan, Pakistan, Palestine. And 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 there's no Palestines, Palestine. <laughs> uh, but these uh, refugees who are... In Malaysia, we have them cook from home and then we deal with all the logistics and operations to deliver the home-cooked food mm-hmm. to customers. Um, so we're pretty much decentralized and I think that's really very different from many other food businesses. And most importantly, um, our food business is driven by a social cause as we want to address uh, the refugee issue that's happening in Malaysia or globally. There are actually um, near to 200,000 registered refugees in Malaysia. But because Malaysia is not part of the 1951 UN Refugee Convention, that meant refugee adults are not allowed to work in Malaysia. Refugee kids cannot get public education. And healthcare is always a compromisation for refugees because they don't earn a sustainable living to begin with. Uh, so that's the whole issue that we wanted to bring awareness to, uh, to people that are staying in Malaysia via food. And how did this whole idea or strategy come about? We, me, myself, sorry. You're calling uh, yourself we. No, sorry, sorry. <laughs> the many parts <laughs> me, myself of me. And I, we, um, <laughs> myself and my two other co-founders, uh, Suzanne and Suilin, came together uh, in our university uh, years. And at, at the last leg of our university years, we, we were doing some fundraising concerts to help uh, refugee kids to get some form of uh, education. Uh, but we realized that it was not really sustainable because we had to always fundraise and we thought something needs to happen. Uh, maybe a business needs to happen. And we thought, what well, can we sell at that point of time? Because I was actually doing music. Um, Suzanne was doing psychology and Suilin was doing accounts and finance. We had no idea how to run a business per se, um, more so a food business. Mm. Um, but what we're really good at was uh, we're really good in eating. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true Malaysian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's how we brought together uh, you know, food homemade by different, refugee, uh, ref- uh, different refugees from different countries uh, with their authentic traditional recipe. And we thought, okay, why not we sell um, this home packed food to people in the corporates, the companies, but our first sales was, act- was actually to our university friends. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was a very small idea. We just tested out, and then later on, uh, it just grew bigger and bigger. And today we're in our seventh year. So, Kim, now that uh, you're in your seventh year, I'd like to ask a little bit about some of the successes, the ones that have really stood out for you, because you work with the refugees you've been with some for them with them for seven years um do you have any stories to share with us about some of the major successes that you've had with perhaps one particular person or perhaps with their family yeah i mean i wouldn't call it like a major success because to us uh, success means like they get to resettle to another country and still gain those skills and you know rebuild their lives there but uh one lady uh from afghanistan was a very very impactful story even for myself and for the team uh is when we when we met her she was probably she has like around five five kids i think and uh with her husband who was actually half 
paralyzed because uh, he was working in the instruction company and he fell from um, a skyscraper oh when wow. he was doing uh, those instruction work. Mm-hmm. Um, and the construction work. Yeah, con- sorry, construction work. And um, he hurt his back. But the challenge right here is that they do not have insurance to begin with. Mm. So recovery was, a, was very brutal for him. Sure. Um, and they didn't even have money to pay for hospital bills. Uh, so he had to be what he is today. Um, and his uh, wife, which is the refugee that we've met, the, the refugee woman, um, she, uh, she was very depressed. At the, the time that we met her, she was mm. going through depression. She didn't know what to do. She has never worked in her life before. Mm. And all of a sudden, she is the breadwinner of the uh, family. And we tried to train her. It took us six months to just get her spirits up, uh, to, to know that, to see potential that she can actually be the breadwinner for her family. Uh, and we have failed. We have... Uh, a, a bit of success and then we fail again and then we tried again until the last time I asked her you know we've really tried this many times what do you want to do mm. and she thought about it for one day and she said that okay we're going to do this one more time and if this time we're, we're not uh, making it then I'll go find another means to for the family right and I was like okay uh, I'll trust you one last time alright and uh, she master all her energy put in all her effort learned all the recipe and because she was going through depression her memory was not that well mm. and she couldn't memorize um, recipes and so myself and my team had to help her you know always reminding her about her recipe putting up the recipe right in front of her mm. um, and eventually in three to four months time she made it like it was like the best feeling ever because yeah. you see her um, becoming a very different bright woman and she is the breadwinner of her family right now she can actually earn a sustainable living for her family and we're so 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 proud of her because of the journey that she went through and she gave herself an opportunity um, to stand right back up and those are the resilience you know stories that mm. I always like to share to people yeah that sounds like a success to me yeah nice what would you say to um, a young person coming out of school or at university about the kind of impact they could make in the world? Well, the young people today are much more aware with what's happening uh, in the world because of the, in- the, the amount of information that's available online. I think what is stopping them sometimes is a bit of courage, it's a bit of um, confidence and I think it comes from um, the family upbringing and I wouldn't say it so much to the young people I would say it to the parents you know give your young fellow uh, a chance an opportunity to showcase themselves to, 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 to show them uh, to show to them what they can actually do give them that support because I got the right support from my parents and because of that I can do what I want to do um, but you know they have w- way more ideas and for the young people if if your parents are not giving you that support have that right communication with them you know communicate with them why do you need that support why do you need their courage why do you need their confidence that encouragement it means so much to young people today um if you don't have it ask for it you know don't be afraid you know this this is the golden opportunity golden time 
Mm. Because you can make mistakes, <laughs> and <laughs> no one's gonna blame you for it. Right. Um, you can. You there's gonna be so much more opportunity. People believe in younger people today, and um, you have to grab hold it right now. Yeah. Very inspirational. I I think that's an excellent message to be putting out there. Quite mm-hmm. apart from the excellent work that you're already doing on Young Change Makers today, it's been our pleasure to speak to Kim Lim, CEO and co-founder of PJ Eats.